Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thinking about that word, I ministered Shauna last week on mother's advice. That was a good word, wasn't it? And everybody had some mother's advice, didn't they? <laughs> it blessed us all. So I thank God for you, Minister Shout out. I look for a lot more out of you, though. Amen. I'm looking for so much. I know God got so much in you. That's what I want to talk about today. Untapped potential. Y'all saw the text. God put this word in my spirit on this untapped potential, thanks to God. And we all have it. Amen. We got some things in us that we don't know we can do. Amen. But we can do it in the Lord. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Father, I stand before you today always thanking you. Thanking you for allowing me to come before your people one more time. I thank you always for that, Lord, and I don't take it for granted. But I give you the glory and the praise and honor is in this hour I must decrease and you must increase in me, Lord. Bless your family, Lord. Bless your people today, Father. You already know what they need. Minister Lisa already said, all we all need is a word from the Lord. It's life changing, amen? Because <laughs> it comes with uh, power behind it, amen? It has to happen. When God gives you that word, I don't care what nobody else say. Stand on that word he gave you. It's going to come to pass. Amen. <laughs> Thinking about Kayline now graduating. Whew. I didn't know at first. I didn't. But we prayed that prayer and it came to pass. He graduated. And not only did he graduate, see the Lord just don't stop. He got a great job. Amen. Oh, God is good. God is so good to us. Amen. That's why we have to brag on him. The Bible says if you want to boast on anything, boast on the Lord. Amen. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about this untapped potential that's in all of us saints. You all know why we, we were made like that? Because we were made in the image of God. His image and his likeness. Untapped potential, saints, is the part of us that we're not aware of, which contain qualities and abilities that may develop and lead to future success or be useful to us. Amen? That's what untapped potential is. And everyone has inside of them a piece of good news. Say amen to that. See, the good news is you don't know how great you can be. Amen? Amen. <laughs> Or why God sent you here. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You haven't fully tapped into it yet, saints. You don't know how much you can love. Amen. Yeah. See, God is love and he's in us. Yeah. Or what you can accomplish, what your potential really is. Or why God sent you here. Or God is with you. We always need to hear and know that. Amen. That's what stirs up that untapped potential. When you know all those truths, that stirs up that untapped potential in you. You don't know where it's coming from. Amen. You don't know. Say, I don't know how I'm going to pull this off. But I'm telling you today, you're going to pull it off. Amen. But let me say this to you. Many times, circumstances 
bring out greater potential in you. Amen. For example, have you ever heard of a child being trapped under a car? And the mother all of a sudden has this strength to pick up the car and free the child. You all ever heard stories like that? Well, where did that strength come from? It was in her all the time. But that unfortunate circumstance activated it. Amen. <laughs> oh, I got to show y'all. I'm going to get to see the spirit today. Saints of God, it's time to seize unknown opportunities and tap into unused potential. Quit thinking that you can't do it when you know God is with you. Amen. And the beauty of God being with you is he, he knows everything. He knows everything about us. He created us in his, in his image. Think of his potential who made us in his image and likeness. Think of the potential of God. He's limitless. No boundaries. Topless. Bottomless. Amen. He's awesome. That's why we're here today. Praising him. Thanking him. Letting him know we need you. Amen. We, we want to spend time with you. Amen. We want him to know that. Because that starts to activate that stuff in you that you don't know about. Amen. When you do these kinds of things. Oh, thank you, Jesus. When God looks inside of us, he doesn't see the failures of our past saints. He sees the potential for our future. When he looks at all of us, you know what he sees? The reason he sent us here. That's why the record said he sees the best in us. Everybody else be looking at your faults. Oh, you know what? He, he do this all. He do that all. The time. She do this. Oh, he does this. But God don't see you like that. He looks, he, see, he, looks, he sees the best in you. Because he knows why he sent you here. And he sees the ending from the beginning. That's something else right there. He already knows. And as soon as you received him as your, savior, your Lord and Savior, invited him to sit on the throne of your heart and you got off of it, oh, it, it nice. your untapped potential is about to be tapped. Amen. That born again experience is real. Amen. Look at look at who was that? Saul. He was crucifying Christians, killing them. Amen. Then he met Jesus. <laughs> and he wrote virtually the whole New Testament. The one who was killing the Christians. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. What happened? He reached his untapped potential. He didn't know he had that in him. Matter of fact, he thought just the opposite of himself. All these Christians, I'm killing them all. I know Jesus. Huh? Here comes Jesus on the road to Damascus. Paul, why are you acting like that? <laughs> why do you persecute me? Paul said, wait, 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 hold up. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. He felt that power. Say, wait a minute. I'm sorry. That's what we say when we come to him. With that messed up lifestyle. Lord, I'm sorry. I didn't know you, but now I know you. Oh, Lord, that's a powerful thing, saints of God. Our relationship with God, saints, helps us to discover and activate that untapped potential. Amen. I saw an average person. I myself was an average person. Amen. But when I decided I was going to serve God and got into his word, he began to reveal some abilities and some attitudes in me which helped me to maximize my potential. He showed me 
what was untapped in me, saints of God. Things I didn't realize about myself. I remember when I, I went back to DeVine, I was a straight A student. I, when I look back, I say, how in the world did you do that? But all I know is I was praising God and trusting him on a daily basis. And all of a sudden, the C to D high school student became the A student that everybody followed around and wanted to study with. I didn't know that about myself. Amen. God will show you the untapped potential, the real you. See, we think we know ourselves, but we don't. We have untapped potential in us. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And God wants to maximize it. Amen. He wants to maximize our potential. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to show you all something. We're going to look at the life of Gideon. Gideon never saw his potential until an angel told him who he was. He didn't know. He thought he was just an average person. Amen. If you all will, quickly turn in your Bible to Judges chapter 6. I want to show you all this average person. Amen. Who's in the Lord, though? <laughs> See, when you're in the Lord, what happens is he'll take his super and put it on your natural. <laughs> and now you begin to do supernatural things. And you wonder, how in the world did I do that? Amen. It, it really wasn't you. That's why I tell you to take all that guilt off you when you fail. It's not you. Amen. It's that unseen world trying to control you. Amen. And the same with the Lord. When you give your life to the Lord, now he begins to, to direct your paths. He, he takes you around all the nonsense. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. So we want to be on that winning team. It's not about us. What is it about? It's about Jesus. Amen. <laughs> oh, they made a song. It's not about us. It's about Jesus. That's what it's about. Amen. I remember Jesus was doing all those miracles, right? And uh, he was talking to Philip. He told Philip, I and my father are one. Amen. He does the work. Jesus told Philip, he's the one doing the work in me. Same with us. Amen. It's the Lord doing the work in you. So don't be so hard on yourself. In the flesh, you're going to mess up. <laughs> the flesh is weak. Didn't you hear what Jesus said about the flesh? He said the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Amen. It, it will always mess up. That's why you got to kill it. That's why his had to be killed. He was our example. I got to take, we got to kill this flesh. Let's get rid of it. Do that murder every day. Amen. <laughs> I told you one of the ways I kill mine is I get it up real early. Oh, it don't want to do that. It'd be like, no, nah, I ain't getting up. Are you not? Get up right now. <laughs> and then I throw it into the word of God. I really don't want to do that. Make it pray. Oh, no, I can't take no more. Oh, you doing all this. Huh? Don't be your buddy with your flesh. It's, it's going to, it's, it will take you into some crazy situations. Amen. Don't buddy up with it. Buddy up with the Lord. So I'm trying to show you today. Amen. You all at Judges chapter 6? All right, let's look at verse 1. It said, 
And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of Median seven years. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Say, untapped potential, right? <laughs> but, but Israel, God's people, who are we, by the way? God's people, I just want to show you the safety, the parallel. We're doing evil in his sight. You know what I, the main thing when I read the scripture, what I get? Evil in your life will waste time. Amen. You will end up in the hand of your enemies. When you're in the hand of your enemies, you're just wasting time. God really wants to tap that untapped in you. But the enemy is used. You're in the hand of the enemy. So now you're wasting time. Here, I got a question for y'all. Y'all know I always got questions. Who in here got seven years to waste? I know I don't. I, I wasted them years already. I wasted. That's done. I don't have no more time to waste. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Median were wandering herdsmen from east of the Red Sea. And they were really angry. They were dealt a severe blow in Moses' time. And they still resented the Israelites. Amen. You know how, how, to, how to flesh the enemy? It holds grudges. We don't do that. We cast our cares on the Lord. We don't, we, we too fragile to carry that mess around in our, in our body. I'm going to get you back. I'm, I don't have time for that. Vengeance is the Lord's. That's what the Bible says. Amen. I don't carry that mess around. I forgive everybody. I don't care what you did. You forgive it. Amen. I'm telling you right now. Thank you, Jesus. But they were the worst scourges yet to afflict Israel. I'm talking about Median. Amen. See, the children of Israel seem to never learn. And they reach out to God when they were in trouble. As soon as the trouble over, they return to worship the false gods of the people around them. That sound familiar to anybody? Huh? A lot of that's going on. So they call God when everything is all messed up. I, I was one of those. Amen. That's why I finally came to him. That, my life was so jacked up. I'm like, Lord, I'm sorry. I can't. If you just get me out of this mess, <laughs> I'm going to serve you. And he got me out of that like it wasn't nothing. And watch me. Now what you going to do? <laughs> then he set me up. But, well, I know you don't know what you're going to do. You told me you was going to serve me. I got something for you. I got some untapped potential in you that you don't know about. Then he called me to the ministry. I'm like, wait, Lord, now I didn't sign up for all this. Oh, you got, you fooling me now. You want me to do what? He said, I thought you told me you was going to do what I tell you to do. <laughs> and I said, yes, I am. I don't want to go back to that bad situation I was in. Amen. <laughs> and I learned how to love God. Amen. Not serve him out of fear, but out of love. He, he died for me. <laughs> he died for us, saints of God. It's easy to serve somebody. Think of somebody who, who you standing there and they about to shoot you and somebody jump in front of you and take the bullet. Oh, you ain't going to never forget that person. <laughs> this person saved my life. That's what God did. Amen. It was so important. You know, they say when you, when you, when you got to, uh, when you, when you want to do something right, do it yourself. How's that saying go? If you want it done right, he did it himself. He, couldn't even he came out of heaven in Christ and died for us. 
He didn't even entrust that to nobody. He did it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So they called out. Israel would always call out to God when they got in trouble. And then he answered. And then they go right back to doing what got them into trouble in the first place. What do we call that, saints? Insanity. <laughs> Keep doing the same thing and think you're going to get a different result. That's insanity. Amen. The seven years they spent in the hands of Median was just straight up chastisement from God. Look at verse 2. And the hand of Median prevailed against Israel. And because of the Medianites, the children of Israel made them the dens which are in the mountains and caves and strongholds. Israel's sin was renewed and their troubles were just repeating, saints. So they hid themselves in dens and caves. That's what this scripture is saying. <laughs> this is what guilty consciences would do for you too. You know, when you got that guilty conscience because you know you're doing some crazy stuff, you don't really want to see God. So you hide from him. Amen. <laughs> and that's what they were doing. Den it's, a, it's a saying, sin really dispirits men. Amen. So Israel hid from the Midianites in caves because it offered them a certain amount of protection. Amen. See, in the caves, the enemy could only attack you from the one side. They couldn't come around and get you from there. You in this cave, it's only got this one entrance. So they had a little protection. They felt a, a little sense of security. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 3. And so it was when Israel had sown that the Midianites came up and the Amalekites and the children of the east, even they came up against them. <laughs> oh, this is, this is something really special I want to show you right here. It says, so they know, they're God's people, so they know seed time and harvest. So it says, and so it was when Israel had sown. So they, had, they were sowing and reaping, Amen. But then all of a sudden, all these enemies of God, the Midianites, the Amalekites, the children of the East, came up against them. <laughs> See, when you're at odds with God because of sin, what you reap, saints, will suffer attack. Your harvest is under attack. Amen? Because you have no protection. <laughs> all God's enemies attack them, saints of God. The Midianites, the Amalekites, and the children of the East. <laughs> oh, Lord. When you have no protection, all your enemies come at you. Amen. Let me, see, let me give you a new, this is, we in the Old Testament in Judges, right? Let me give you something in the New Testament to confirm that, a companion scripture. Keep your hand on Joshua, I mean on um, Judges 6. And turn, if you will, to Matthew chapter 12. I want to show you this real quick. Because this is real important right here. This is going to show you, show you some things and help you with your witnessing as well. Amen. Amen. Matthew 12, look at verse 43. It says, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none. So here we see the unclean spirit, that devil, that evilness is out of the man. This is why, saints, as a pastor, I'm very, very careful with this. 
See, a person may come in here and have an unclean spirit, and I see it, amen, and I offer them Christ. If they don't accept Christ, I don't command that unclean spirit in the name of Jesus. I don't do it. Now, let me show you why. I'm going to read verse 43 again. It says, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none. Look at verse 44. Then he saith, I will return unto my house from whence I came out. And when he is come, he findeth it, what, saints? Empty, swept, and garnished. So here comes the unclean spirit back to the man he once lived in and finds he's empty. No Jesus. He didn't receive Jesus. Huh? The, 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 the unclean spirit left. It was commanded. It left out of him. But the man didn't receive Christ. So the spirit goes out. <laughs> now, the spirit decides, I'm coming back home. And when he come back, since he don't find Jesus, amen, because the house is just swept and clean, right? Thank you, Lord Jesus. So what happens? Look at verse 45. Then he goeth and taketh with himself, what saints? Seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall it also, even so it be also unto this wicked generation. Did you all catch that revelation right there? That's what we got going on. See, if you cast that demon out and the man don't receive Christ, when the, when the, when the demon returns with all his even more wicked friends and find the man empty with no Jesus, they're going to all enter unto him and he's going to be worse than when you first met him. <laughs> that scripture verse right here clarifies why this generation is getting more and more wicked. Men are empty. No Jesus. Amen. Every heart is the residence of unclean spirits except those which are temples of the Holy Ghost by faith in Christ. Amen. Amen. So we saw the same example. I, I, I went through all that to show you what we were seeing happening in Judges 6 and 3. After they fled sin and they, 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 the, God allowed the Medians to come against them, what did they do? All God's enemies, the, the Medianites, the Amalekites, the children of the East. See, when you have no protection, all your enemies come up against you. Oh, I want to make that so plain. All right, let's go back to Judges. Look at verse 4. And they encamped against them and destroyed the increase of the earth till thou come unto Gaza and left no substance for Israel, neither sheep nor ox nor ass. <laughs> Israel, God's people, just like us, amen, <laughs> sold the land and reaped the harvest. But with no protection, the enemy came in and destroyed it all. Oh, Y'all better catch this revelation. Look at verse 5. For they camp up with their cattle and their tents, and they came as grasshoppers for multitude. For both they and their camels were without number, and they entered into the land to destroy it. <laughs> the enemy will come in great numbers when they see you have no protection. Amen? <laughs> you are sitting duck. Amen. You done sold. You know the principles of God. You done sold. You reaping the harvest. 
but, but you're not serving God. Amen. So the enemy come and take all your stuff. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. You're doing it within yourself, saying to God, and that's just wrong. Amen. We need the Lord. You all hear me say that often. Lord, we need you. You're not an option. Maybe we'll take the Lord. Maybe we won't. He's a necessity. Amen. And this is showing you why. Look at verse 6, saints. It says, and Israel was greatly impoverished. What? Because of the Midianites. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. Here we go again. <laughs> we mess up. We sin. We serve other gods. And then when, it, when this stuff come down on us, we cry out to the Lord. <laughs> oh, I got to tell y'all this. Because <laughs> when I was in all that mess, <laughs> I was crying out to the Lord, right? And the person knew it. You know what they said? Oh, now you want to cry to God, huh? Oh, Lord, have that just came back to me when I say, oh, now you want to cry to God. I say, I sure do. Because I know him. <laughs> He's full of grace and mercy. Huh? He ain't looking at this mess. He's looking at the best he's looking at today. That's what he's looking at. <laughs> they thought they had me. Oh, now nah, yo, you want to go and cry to God. Now you want to cry. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Ooh, and that's what they were doing, saints. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. That's what they were doing. Verse 6 says, and the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. Here we go again. <laughs> we wait till all hell break loose. <laughs> then we want to cry to the Lord. Amen. But I got some good news for you. Cry to the Lord. Don't let the enemy fool you. Make you get into a battle with him and it's just you and him. You lose. <laughs> but there's no losing in Christ. Ever. Ever. You will never lose a battle in Christ. And he knows that. <laughs> that's why he want to suck you in and fight him without Christ. It was that's what they were trying to do. Oh, you want to cry to God? Nah, yep. Sure do. <laughs> and he answered too. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Look at verse 7. And it came to pass when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord because of the Midianites, look at verse 8, that the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel. They was a mess. But did he not help them? <laughs> you have not, come on. Because you don't ask. <laughs> Cry to the Lord. Even though you feel like, I'm unworthy. Because that's what the enemy wants you to feel. I'm unworthy. I'm not living for you, Lord. I, I do what I want to do. Cry to the Lord. He don't see that. He's looking at the best in you. Amen. Cry out to the Lord. I don't care what you did. Amen. That's what, this, that's what they did, saints. That the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt and brought you forth out of the house of bondage. Verse 9, and I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of all that oppressed you and drove them out from before you and gave you their land. You see what God is looking at? <laughs> what does God say to, to, through the prophet? He said he gave, he gave him a prophet. He begins to remind us all 
where he brought you from. <laughs> he didn't forget. Don't you remember where I brought you from? He, get, he, he assures you by telling you what he already done for you. Huh? And I can't, but we, as God's people, we don't, it's like we don't see that. Because, you know, I'm, I'm always dumping on Israel, but we all the same. I dump on Israel. Look, they just saw God part the Red Sea. Huh? And, and when they went through it and the enemies were destroyed in it, the Egyptians ran through it and they all got drowned. They saw him do that. And then they get out there talking about, we, Moses, we gonna, we gonna die out here. Why you didn't bring no food? We don't have no water. Bickering and complaining after they saw the miracle, like God just gonna bring us this far and leave us. That's not gonna happen. Oh, I know I'm preaching good today, y'all. Look, it feel good to me. Amen. It feel good to me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So the prophet that God sent began to tell him all that God done for him, right? Look at verse 10. And I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but ye have not obeyed my voice. Yeah. <laughs> we go. Here go the problem. You have not obeyed my God always encourages you to not be afraid because if God is for you, who could be against you? Then he shows you where you missed it. You didn't obey my voice. Huh? Well, he tell me like this. He said, I thought you said you was going to do what I tell you to do. What is he telling me? Obey my voice. When I'm talking to you, don't be talking about, oh, Lord, wait now. Oh, Lord. He said, obey me. God don't speak to be heard. He speaks to be obeyed. Do you hear me? Oh, thank you, Jesus. All right. So we had ten, right? So he showed him where he missed it. He said, but ye have not obeyed my voice. Look at verse 11. And there came an angel of the Lord and said under an oak, which was Ophrah, that pertained unto Josh and Alba's right. And his son Gideon threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. Look at Gideon. He's just an average guy. He up there threshing wheat by the wine press and hiding it from the enemies. That's what he's doing. And the, but, but an angel came. What's an angel? A messenger. <laughs> huh? The angel had a message for Gideon. Let me say this thing. God calls people who are least likely to expect it. He proved that with me. Because I'm like, wait, Lord. Now, wait a minute. Now, yep, I said in that time of trouble when all hell was breaking loose, I will serve you. But I didn't know. You know I wasn't saying I'm going to be no pastor. I'm going to stand before your people. I'm, I wasn't saying none of that. I thought you said you was going to do what I tell you to do. <laughs> I keep hearing them do that. And then he played my voice back to me when I really get, get uh, rambunctious. Huh? He just played it back to me. Just like he played it back to them. I brought you out of Egypt. I opened the sea. I did this for you. And that, that's how you do. He just played it back to you. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Gideon was just a simple man, saints, with untapped potential, like all of us. Oh, I want to get this in you today. Gideon didn't know the potential he had until the angel told him. Huh? Look at verse 12. 
It says, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. He told him who he was. He didn't know he was a mighty man. See how God looks at you? He ain't looking at all your failures. He see the best. <laughs> he said, the Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Here's a man threshing wheat by the rind press and hiding it, trying to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel is telling him who he is. God is with you. Amen. That's the game changer right there. Say amen to that. It's not about you. It's about, is God with you? That's what's going to make the difference. Amen. That's that untapped potential that he didn't know he had. Look at verse 13. And Gideon said unto him, Oh, my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is it all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles which our fathers told us of? Saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. See how crazy we are? That's how, how I was talking. If you are that bad, then Lord, why am I in this situation? Oh, we hear people talk like that all the time. Why did my mama die? Why did my little brother get hit by the car? If you God, if it's a real God, why are these things happening? That's how we talk to them. Amen. Oh, we know we see a lot of this. Amen. Many ask the same questions today, saints. If it's a God, why are we going through all this? And you know what the answer is? It's real easy. We don't listen to God's voice. And we keep sinning against him. Amen. He came to save us and protect us. He gave us himself. And many won't receive that. They still today will not receive that. That's why. They don't have any protection. So things can happen. Amen. Oh, I'm trying to show y'all some real high-end truth right now. Thank you, Jesus. Gideon, Gideon said, oh, my Lord, if the Lord be with us. Start asking all these questions. Look at verse 14. And the Lord looked upon him and said, go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? God didn't even answer all them foolish questions. He said, just listen to my voice. Go and do this right here. This is what I need you to do. <laughs> but that question is for all of us saints. Do you believe God sent you? Because God just told him, I, I sent you to do something. But do you believe it? See, the way to tap into the untapped potential is to believe God, believe his word. He will show you your untapped potential and remind you that he sent you. Just like he did me. <laughs> he don't have any respect to persons. He won't do it for me and not do it for you. He, he don't operate like that. Amen. <laughs> Look at verse 15. We wrapping this up, saints. And he said unto him, oh, my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? What is he saying? Oh, Lord, what are you telling? I'm going to save Israel. How am I going to do that? That's, that's what this right here means. Wherewith shall I say, how am I going to save Israel? I'm just, a, I'm just a, a, a plain man. I'm hiding from the Midianites like all the rest of us Israelites. How am I going to save them? Right. <laughs> oh, I see Gideon. And I said, Lord, how am I going to do that? How am I going to preach messages like, you know, to your people? How am I going to do that? Hey, man, I'm just a plain man who was in a whole bunch of mess. 
How am I going to do that? That's what Gideon is saying. Amen. I see myself in this story. I really do. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I'm the least in my father's house. Look how he sees himself. Do you see this? <laughs> I just want y'all to notice how Gideon looks at himself. I'm the least. I'm poor. Yet God showed him his real potential, huh? his untapped potential, strength he never had tapped into. Angel come down talking about, you mighty man of valor. I know he was like, who, who he talking? Who is this angel talking to? I'm just a, a mere man. Amen. And he called me a mighty man of valor. That's that untapped potential we all have in us that we can't see it. But the angels see it. But the Lord see it. Amen. And I'm trying to let you see it today. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 16. And the Lord said unto him, this is, I love this right here. Surely I will be with thee. That's the game changer right there. And thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. <laughs> Y'all see how God see things? He don't see it like we see it. Amen. He said, surely. That's why we don't lose battles in him. Without a doubt. <laughs> Please don't doubt me. You're going to smite your enemies. Amen. <laughs> That's what he's telling them. Surely. And you're going to smite them like they just one man. How many was coming up against them? The media nice, the, the Amorites, the children from the east. I mean, he goes, you're going to smite your enemy like they was one man. Oh, God is something else. Why? Surely I'm with you. <laughs> What can happen? If he with you, who going to be against you and, and prevail? <laughs> they going to come at you, but they just not going to prevail. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look how God is encouraging him, saints. Surely I will be with thee. And you all know Gideon's story. Gideon had all these great 30,000. I think he started out with 30,000, 300,000, whatever. And God said, that's too many. Send them home. See, God wants you to know, I'm the game changer. It's not about men that you go and collect, <laughs> huh? That make you win. Oh, I won because I outnumbered them. No. <laughs> every, every story you read in the Bible, when God would look at David in a slingshot, huh? He was fighting Goliath, who everybody was scared of. He was fighting what? One man. I'm, I'm catching the revelation, Lord. It was just one man. Goliath, but everybody was scared of him. Amen. What man? And here come David talking about you uncircumcised Philistine. What was he telling him? God is not with you because the men of God are circumcised. You uncircumcised. We ain't got nothing. Then he kills him with a slingshot. <laughs> I'm just trying to show you when God is with you, who could be against you? He had all that men, 30,000. What did he get down to? 30,000, 10,000? 300, did y'all hear? 300 men took out the Midianites like they were, like they were one man. <laughs> oh, our God is something else, isn't it? Thank you, Jesus. You got to believe that you can, saints. God is with you. The battle is not yours. Whose is it? It's the Lord's. Amen. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm going to stop right there, saints. Father, I just want to pray and thank you for your word today. It's encouraging to all of us, Lord. I pray today that we'll reach our full potential in you, Lord. That we save your people from hell and damnation. We give them your good news. We give them the gospel. We give them the word. Have you not sent us, Lord? We pray our strength in you then to reach our full potential. And we thank you again in Jesus' name. Amen.